I'm not calling a Damian Lillard trade, but I think I would not be surprised. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Strictly B-Ball podcast. I'm Nolan, alongside my co-host, Joe. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. We are on the eve <laughs> of opening day of, of NBA season, and I cannot be more excited. There is a lot of excitement yep. for for a lot of reasons. Number one, I think um, the top teams in both conference are going to be incredible to watch, starting off with tomorrow, a couple of great games, and um, but... Most of all, I'm excited for the Timberwolves this year. Yeah. I think the Timberwolves' excitement this year is as high as it's been in a long time. Yeah. A healthy D'Lo. We got the big three. D'Lo, Ants, and Cat. I think D'Lo's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Show him. Show people that he's uh, an elite point guard in this league. He's going to pair very well with those two players. I think the Timberwolves, I think we're going to make the playoffs. I think Uh, we're going to make the playoffs. I hope so. You know, knock on wood. You know, hasn't Timberwolves are one of the worst franchises in NBA history. So yeah. we're kind of we're kind of yeah. used to being let down. But I will say that it, it, since like betting odds have been a thing, and they've been doing over unders on win totals. Yeah. Since KG left the Timberwolves, we've only hit the over two times. So is this think, one of these times? Well, I'm saying at the end of the season, we've only hit the over twice since oh. since uh, KG left, and I okay. think this could be the year we do it again. Hopefully, so, if yeah, everyone stays healthy. Excited for the Wolves. Excited for. The Warriors, the Nets, Lakers, Russell Westbrook on the Lakers. Yep. Hopefully we get to see a fully assembled Nets team come playoff time. But um, Who knows with Kyrie? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows with Kyrie? We'll see what happens there. But we got a lot to get to in this podcast. This is a full NBA 2021-22 season just preview in this podcast. Who is the team that you think is going to do better than expected in I this think- upcoming season? I'm gonna have to go with the Indiana Pacers. I don't That's think a good pick. I don't think anyone really talks about the Pacers. They have an All-Star and Sabonis. I think Brogdon's gonna be healthy. Um, I think he's yeah. healthy. He's coming back from an injury, but Brogdon is a very underrated player in the league. They got Lavert, Miles Turner. Um, they're all around a pretty solid team, and I think they can shock a lot of people. That's my sleeper team. I, to it. I'll say this. I think we might disagree on some, but I will agree with you on that one. Okay. I think the Pacers are going to be better than expected. It's I hard think, to say they're going to be a disappointment when no one really talks about them. Yeah, you they, know what I mean? They are kind of a forgotten good team in the Eastern Conference, and last year it just wasn't good for them. They got a new coach, and I think last year their coach was Nate Bjorkren, who was just kind of a disappointment as a, a new head coach. He's gone. They brought in Rick Carlisle, which is a huge, huge ad for them. And like you said, they have a ton of talent on that team. Yep. I think it'll be contingent on injuries, though. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's 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 the determining factor right there. Where do if you th- that team stays healthy. If that team stays healthy, Brogdon, Karis LeVert, TJ Warren, I think, is going to come back mid-year, Sabonis, Miles Turner. Where do you think they end up in the in the standings? Six to eight seed. Honestly. Six to eight. I think... Honestly. I think you got to say six if that's your I, sleeper team. It is my eight, sleeper team, but I'm just being... I, I think, yeah, six six is probably realistic. So you're, you, you, if they stay healthy, I'm saying the six to eight range because, you know, it's kind of hit or miss with the injuries. But if they stay healthy, I will say they will be the six seed. So a playoff lock. Yes, a playoff lock. They don't have to do the play-in tournament. Well, play-in tournament, okay, yeah. The if six doesn't have to six, do the yeah, play-in. Yeah. yeah, yep. Okay. So let's hear, So that's that's that. Let's, let, me, let me hear your sleeper team. My sleeper team, 
for this year. This is a great way to start the podcast. My sleeper team is the Minnesota Timberwolves. I know this is a homer pick, but... It's a good pick. If you're into betting, the Timberwolves over-under on most sites is 33.5 wins, which would put them at... If they go 34 and 40... What is that? 34 and 46... No, 48. 34 and 48. You would win money. Quick math. Dang. So Damn. You'd win your money. I think 33 and a half as an over-under for the Wolves is way too low. Yes. I see them as an above 500 team. And my sleeper team is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Those are our sleeper teams. Who do you think is going to be the biggest disappointment this year? <laughs> I don't know if this I don't know if this is popular. This is definitely not going to be popular, but Sorry. my biggest disappointment team is the Chicago Bulls. I am not high on the Chicago Bulls at all. I, okay. I'm just not. Let's hear why. They, they got Lonzo DeRozan and Cruz, so those are three pretty big additions. You know, Chicago is a big franchise. I feel like there's just a lot of hype around that, a lot of, you know, excitement for this new squad that they have. Like, you know, they're obviously electrifying players like Lonzo, Caruso, and Zach Levine. They're like highlight, they're like yeah. walking highlight reels. You know what I mean? And DeMar. And Demar, oh, I did, I forgot about Demar. Yeah. Did did you I said Demar. Oh, I said Demar. Yeah, Demar, Caruso, and Lonzo. They're all walking highlight reels. And some of the biggest additions in this year's free yep. agency. So and I think I, that yeah. And I think you need to point out Vuce is another very solid piece to the squad. You know, you could. I think he's the. You could even argue that he's the. The second best, better Player than DeRozan. Yeah, yeah, better than DeRozan. I think yeah. you could argue that, or a bigger contributor. I think you know he could have been an All Star this past season. Um, they got a really solid four, but I I just feel like they're going to be kind of let down. I think they're going to be. I the think the hype has be, gotten too high. The, I think the hype has gotten too high. Chicago is like the third biggest franchise in NBA yeah. history. There's a lot of hype around them. There's so many Chicago fans. They're going to be let down. They're a first round exit. I'm sorry. First round exit. First round 100%. exit. That's I what I think. And I think people are over anticipating. I think what it could be lower. Be. I think they could be. That's what I said. I said first round exit, or they might not even make it past the playing tournament. My disappointment team for this year is the Portland Trailblazers. I mean, they're kind of always disappointing, honestly. Dame, like I'm talking. I'm gonna say this right now. Okay, I think their eight year streak of playoffs comes to an end this year. CJ really hasn't been playing the best recently. Am, Am I mistaken? I mean, he it's. I don't know what it is. I think this is what's going to be. I think it's just run its course. I think Dame and CJ, there was talks all summer about Dame maybe wanting a change of scenery, even though he he said he didn't, but he's a very low maybe guy. trading CJ. I think Dame and CJ as a core duo has run its course. And I think for some reason this year is going to be the year that they drop off. And it could be that Lillard gets restless mid-year. If they're an eight seed and he's tired of it, maybe he asks out. But for whatever reason, I think... And I also think their supporting cast is not anything better than it's been in years past either. I mean, what has changed? They did bring in Larry Nance Jr. Um, and I, I don't know. Their, their backup guards are Anthony Simons. Yeah, Simons. Who is Ben not- McLemore. Ben McLemore is not that bad, but he's not very good. He's he's just he's decent. Tony Snell is going to be a backup wing. He's I the just, only player in NBA history 
what is it? 50, 50, 50, hundred, 50, 50, hundred. He's the only player in NBA history. With 50, I just 50, don't, I, I think <laughs> the trailblazers are going to struggle on defense. Um, yep. like they have in years past. And mm. I think this is the year it just kind of runs its course. I don't, I'm not calling a Damian Lillard trade, but I think I would not be surprised if it happened mid-year. I saw a rumor, a rumor that the Nets could be a target for him. With Kyrie? Kyrie, yep. I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't think I don't think the value for I mean, Ky- Brooklyn. I don't think the value is that high for Kyrie. I think the yeah. value is extremely low for Kyrie. Yeah, I I don't think anyone just trusts. I mean, last year it was weird things where he was he was gone for weeks at a t- or like a couple days at a time, multiple yeah. times. This year's the vaccine thing. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen with him. I think his value is really low. He but, also had a very underappreciated season last season for when he was Kyrie. playing. Yes. Oh yeah, he he did. He was He's so he amazing good. player. He's so good. I when he's healthy, I love watching him play. That's why it's just so annoying with all this stuff and you know you have to take in consideration like you know I think part of it was his like mental health as well. He had kind of had to take a break away from everything because there's like so much yeah. hate put on him and then now with the vaccine and you know his his beliefs on the vaccine or whatever, you know, it just sucks to not see him playing basketball, but I just I just love watch, watching Kyrie play basketball. NBA Finals come June. Who's going to be the last two t- teams standing? I say it every single year for the for whatever team LeBron's on, but I have to go the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, Lakers playing who? I think the Lakers are going to make it out of the Western Conference. Eastern okay. Conference is a little bit difficult for me. You know, Bucks are fresh off a championship. The Nets. If everyone's healthy on the or if everyone's playing for the Nets, I think they're the easy front runner to be in the championship. Um, and it was really tough for me, but I'm I'm gonna still have to go with the Nets. I I think KD's the best player in the league right now. KD and Harden alone could bring them to the championship. I feel like yep. I think you know they're he KD was like half a foot away from advancing. Yeah. beating the Bucks and they would have won the championship. They would have they would not have lost to the Suns. There's no way. I don't think. But anyways, okay. we might, you might disagree on that, but I think KD and Harden alone are enough to make it to the championship and I think the Lakers are going to still win the championship though. Let's say Kyrie is playing. Yeah. Kyrie, Harden and KD. Do you think they will beat the Lakers? It's really hard to say because we've never seen Harden in the finals and we've never seen Russ in the finals. I think those are two guys that want it so bad, especially with that hypothetical finals. Russ would be going against KD and he's going to want that. Like yep. he's going to want There's that There's a lot so of different bad. dynamics to that. To there that is. So it's really difficult, but I'm still going to have to go with the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. And I think that it also depends on like if AD's healthy because that's what costed them the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, so assuming health, Assu- okay, you're right. Assuming health, I'm I'm taking the Nets Lakers finals as well. Okay, and I'm gonna go with the Nets winning it all. I think, and here's why. Like I said, it may be irrational to think this, but I think Kyrie will be on the basketball court come the finals. I don't think. I don't know. I I just don't think he's gonna hold this all the way for an entire NBA season, lose out on $40 million, especially when, I don't know if you watch his like Instagram live, he just, I just don't think he is 100% committed to not getting the vaccine. And even if he is, I think there's a chance 
by some rule change, he's able to play. I don't know why, but I think Kyrie will be playing. And if they're all healthy, I'm taking the Nets over the Lakers. I think this is going to be their one year they can do it. Yeah. Eventually, those guys are going to get older. And Kyrie maybe has broken his relationship with Harden, KD. I think Kyrie could be gone. Yeah, Harden did not like answering questions no. about Kyrie. Did not so like So I think that. this is their year. I think they're going to do it. I think the Nets will win the finals against the Lakers. And I think that's um, tough to say. I want the Bucs to do it again. But I think the Bucs will be back maybe next year, maybe the year after that yeah. soon. But I think this is the Nets' year. I mean, I hope they change the rule. I want Kyrie back. I hope they change that. I think it's stupid. I think a player shouldn't be forced to get the vaccine, honestly. If they're getting, we'll if they're getting tested, but... That's a whole different story, but I mean, we're kind of in agreement. It's just who's going to win the championship, and I feel like there's a lot of factors that play into it. Let's move on to NBA awards. All right, we're going to run down every award. Let's save MVP. Let's, let's, yeah, let's I save was MVP. Say, let's, let's start with the lower, like the yeah. lower talked about awards. Let's start off with most improved. Okay, this is my favorite award because huh. I think it's the most guys have the chance to win it. I think. You could just go a ton of different directions. So this one was tough for Especially me. Especially how early in the season we are. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, this is it's really, so hard this is to really tough to say. But I'm going to give you, for each award, I think okay. we each did our our number one pick. Right. And then one sleeper, Dark Horse, for each award. For most improved player, my pick is OG Ananobi. I think OG is going to come in. First couple of weeks, he's going to be one of the more talked about players in the league. Pascal Siakam is starting the year injured. I think OG is going to come in. He's going to be a lot more advanced on offense, and obviously he's a great defender. Mm-hmm. And the, like I said, the Raptors were one of my sleeper teams. I think the Raptors are going to be better than expected. My pick for most improved player is Michael Porter Jr. I'm really high on Michael Porter Jr. He's a front uh, runner, I'd say. I would say he is a front runner, but I would have to agree with Murray being out. Um, he's going to really have to step it up. He's the second guy in Denver now, or at least up until he comes back. He's shown he's shown flashes of greatness. You know, he's he's just an he's just I just love everything about Michael Porter Jr. I, I'm okay. really high on Michael Porter Jr. I think he's gonna average a double double. I think we could see him averaging like twenty and ten. Um, you know, twenty and ten is not gonna get him most improved though. I know it's not gonna get him. I'm I think I'm I'll, I'll say twenty five. Yeah, like twenty five and ten. You think he can get to twenty five? I think he can get to twenty five. I really do think he can get I think to it's possible. I mean, he's getting paid as a max guy. Yeah. He averaged, I think, 19 he a averaged, game last he year. He averaged 19, 8, and I don't, I don't know how many assists. But yeah, he did average 19. But I think he can jump that up to the mid-20s for sure. My sleeper for this award is somebody I don't even think is like talked about at all for this award. I think it's maybe because he's a second-year player. But I'm taking Anthony Edwards as a sleeper for most improved. Last year, his points per game ended at 19. But second half of the year, he's like 24 points per game. I don't see him going any lower than that. I think he'd be 25, 26 a game. So you see, you see him as a 25 point per game points per game player, 100%. not Michael Porter Jr. A hundred percent. Okay. Post Oscar break last year, he was 24 points per game, 57% true shooting percentage, which was his like the biggest knock on him last year at the beginning of the year was with his shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. 24 points per game post All Star. I think he'll be 26 a game this year. That's an improve. A lot. That's plus seven from last year. I think that's enough to get him most improved if the Wolves are in the playoffs, which I think they will be. Anthony Edwards is my sleeper pick. Let's do six man of the year next. Yeah. I'm taking Tyler Hero as my six man of the year 
But you're taking him as a six man. Yeah, I'm taking a six man of the year. Okay. If he stays in that six man role all year, he led the preseason in scoring. So I like like you, I'm high on him. Um, but yeah, coming off the bench behind Duncan, I think he fits that role perfectly. Just as a bucket getter off the bench. Now he's not in the same category as. Do you see that quote? He Is said, "Luca Trey Ja." Oh yeah, I saw that. Are the he's guys never, he wants to be compared to? That. No, he'll never be. He's a six man, and hopefully he he embraces that role. And if he does, he can be six man of the year. So that's my pick. My six man of the year is Jordan Clarkson. The easy pick, very safe pick, but Utah's always Utah always has, or these past couple of years they've had such a good record. They've had such a good yep. record, and they will. Again. They have such a good team, and Jordan Clarkson is just an amazing player. He's he's yeah. a phenomenal bench player. He came off the bench averaging like eighteen points per game. I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do the same thing. I think he's gonna yeah, do the exact refused, same thing and go back to back. I refuse to take Clarkson just because I don't know why. I just didn't want to take the obvious pick. But I, ha- I had to take. I don't. T- I didn't take a lot of obvious picks here, but this was the obvious pick for me. I have to go him. So far, you've taken MPJ and Clarkson. But I'm high. I, I, yeah, I would say <laughs> we'll we'll get into my other ones, but MPJ. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not a bad pick. I think he could be that guy like Jamal Crawford, who went or Lou Will, who wins a lot of them. Um, but I'm taking Tyler Hero. If anyone can dethrone Clarkson, Hero could be that guy. Right. My sleeper, I have two sleepers, Jalen Brunson, who I absolutely love. That was I mine think, too. Really? That's your sleeper? Yeah, that is my sleeper. Interesting. I did not well, think you'd, you'd have that guy. I've never seen him miss. No, I've seen him miss a couple times, but he's he just, doesn't miss. I do love Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I mean, sleeper, it was kind of, it was really hard for me to find or come up with a sleeper. My other sleeper for this one is Malik Beasley. I was actually going to pick that too, but I just don't know. Will will he start? I think he's going to come off the bench. You think he's going to come off the bench? Because it could be, that was going to be my pick, but I, it's so he hard could, to tell. He could end up starting, be, yeah. Then I would pick Malik Beasley over Jalen Brunson 100%. For Sleeper, okay. Yes, because, I mean, he, he was, no one talked about him averaging like 20 points per game. Yeah. He's a great scorer, and that's what you need out of a bench player. Six he's a, little, man, I need he's a great st- scorer. I think Beasley is a great pick, but he's going to start off the season a little bit slow. I think he'll start out. I think he'll be a starter, though. I think it's going to be D'Lo, no. Ant, and Beasley. You don't think so? I I think it's going to be D'Lo, Ant, McDaniels, Vanderbilt, Cat. McDaniels at the three. Yeah. I like that lineup a lot better. I like Beasley off the bench as just a six man. Because he's such a great scorer. Yeah. But if if we're saying he's coming off the bench, that was going to be my pick. But I just Would didn't that know be if he's going to start or not. Do you think he could be better than Clarkson? I don't think he's going to be better than Clarkson, but I think he has the okay. potential to. Still in that sleeper role. Yeah. yeah, Brunson. Here, I'll give you a stat. Jalen Brunson, like I said, my sleeper for six man of the year, he was second on the Mavericks in win shares last year. So, I mean, basically saying he was the second best, most productive player throughout the season on the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. He only averaged... 12.6 points per game, but he was second on the team in assists as well. If the Mavericks take a jump this year, Jalen Brunson is going to get a lot of credit as maybe a third or fourth best player on the team. Mm-hmm. Coming off the bench, he could be sixth man <coughs> of the year. Defense player of the year is next, and I'm taking I'm taking Giannis. That's all right. That's how I took. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's how I took. I think this is this one's obvious, and yeah. I was looking at the the odds on this one. And he's like fourth or fifth on most sites, which doesn't make any sense. I just think he's the best defender in the league, hands down. By far. I think the narrative will switch a little bit. 
for a couple of reasons. Gobert's been dominating this award. I think the narrative will switch a little bit because Gobert got exposed in the playoffs. I know he did. Giannis did. I've always thought Giannis is a better defender. Like, I've always had that. Like, Gobert, yeah. like, you know, he, he went back-to-back, right? Gobert did. He's won three of the last four, I think. Giannis is, I just, I just view Giannis as such a better defender. Yeah. And I think Giannis's performance in the playoffs, even if Gobert comes out, he's a great defender again. His advanced numbers are always good. I think Giannis will win the award mm-hmm. um, because people realize he's just more valuable, especially in the playoffs. And that's why I think Giannis is a easy pick for me. Giannis was an easy pick for me. I, th- I think like Simmons and Thibel, they could make a good argument as well. I think Thibel, Thibel definitely could if he got more minutes. I think yeah. if he got 30 minutes a game, he definitely could be. And but Simmons yeah. is kind of, I was, you know, if Simmons, it, it's so hard to tell. It's hard to tell Simmons. if he's going to be playing yeah, beginning so of the year, but yeah. Now my dark horse or sleeper defensive player of the year would have to be Drew Holiday. He really stepped it up in the whole, the whole playoffs this past season and I feel like he has a, a case of making or of, of winning Defensive Player of the Year. I think if a guard could do it, he could be the one. Yeah. Um, I don't have a sleeper for that one, but let's move on to Rookie of the Year. Who do you have? I'm going to have to go Jalen Green. Okay. Well, Jalen Green, I feel like he's going to have a lot. He's going to get a lot. Of, it's obvious. He's getting a lot of minutes uh, in Houston. I feel like it's a, such a young culture. I feel like he's going to play very well with those guys and they're going to, they have such a young culture in Houston where I, I feel like that's going to benefit him. Greatly. He's going to have more freedom. He's going to have more freedom, get a lot of minutes and he's just a great score. He played super well in the G league. He's a super explosive player. And I think he has a little bit of an edge compared to Kate, Kate Cunningham. Yeah. I think those top two are going to be the guys competing for this award. Um, but I'm going to go Cade. I'm going to go Cade Cunningham. Okay. I think they're both going to average nearly 20 points a game. I think Green could even be above. I think Green could be 21 points per game. And I think Cade is going to do more. It's like the same situation. I mean, it's kind of like the same. They don't have, you know, they're like the number, they're like basically yeah. well, Jeremy Grant, but and they're the like off- the number the two guy, number two, be, three guy. The offense will be centered around both, but I think yeah. Cade is going to do more in the aspect of like winning games. Pistons aren't going to be good, but... I think people will recognize like assists and other things that even if K is maybe two or three points per game less, yeah. I think K is going to win rookie of the year. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be close. I think if there's a sleeper of this award, I've been saying it all year or all off season, Alperin Shangun is my guy. I think Shangun like Jalen green is going to be featured in that rockets offense and he could be a sleeper, but yeah, I'm going to go K Cunningham. Do you have a sleeper? Quickly for I have two. We'll we'll just say them quick. I think Bones Highland is going to surprise a lot of people. I think I agree. Yeah. It's it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper pick. And then Davion Mitchell. I love Davion okay. Mitchell. He's a great defender. Played well in the preseason. I like those guys as well. More so Bones, but he won't get enough um, playing time. I don't think Murray out. We'll Murray's see. out. So they still knows? got a lot of guys on that team. Yeah, they do have a lot of guys on that team. Finally, MVP. To wrap it up, who do you have winning the most valuable player? This upcoming season. I'm going with the same person that I picked for the 2021 MVP. I'm going with Steph Curry. I think he's going to average 35 and five. I think 35. No, 35 and five. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, not 35. <laughs> That'd be insane. 35 and I mean, five. I don't think he's averaging 35, especially okay. with Clay coming back or whatever. Um, the Warriors, I think they're going to be a top five seed in the West. I think they're going to be a top five, top five seed in the West. Guys they like have Jordan to be Poole. if he's going to win MVP. Yeah, exactly. Jordan Poole, 
proved a lot of people wrong. He's he came he's out got of the hype. He's, he's got, got the hype, hype right around now. him. They got Moody, Kaminga. How, I, how, that's how you say his name, Kaminga. Yeah. yeah, and then Wiseman. They'll be. They're all. You think they're going to take a step up, or I mean, they're. Well, not not necessarily step yeah, up. I think Wiseman's going to be play good. Jordan Poole obviously is going to take a step up, and then the two rookies I think are very solid. Okay. And then also mentioning Clay Thompson is he's projected to be back around Christmas season, and people are forgetting about. Clay Thompson, just like they forgot about MVP Steph Curry. Yeah. He, you know, he was injured and people forgot about him. He came back, averaged like average 32, five or six. We'll just say 32, five and five. Blew everyone's expectations. Yeah. They didn't know if Steph Curry was going to be back in MVP form. And I think the Warriors are actually, I think the Warriors are contenders to win the championship, honestly. I really do. I like Curry. I think he was really good last year. He's going to be really good this year. But. I don't think the Warriors are going to be a top. I think they'd have to be the f- maybe a f- yeah five seed. I could see them being six or seven. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think I they're think relying gonna, too much on. I think they're going to be top four. You think they're going to be top four? Yes. They were nine seed last year. Clay coming back in December will he's help. Gonna be, he's going to be back for the majority of the season. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I don't think Draymond's the same guy. Draymond's not the same guy. Wiseman, you're relying on Wiseman and Kuminga and Moody to all contribute, yeah. which you never know with rookies. Rookies are not usually winning players. That's true. He's I think gonna... I think Curry will have a great year, but I don't think he's going to beat out my pick. And I actually think this is the obvious front runner that. I don't think people are really talking about at all as a front runner for this award. Okay. I'm taking Giannis. I think last year he had no chance <coughs> to win it. And the Bucs actually struggled a little bit last year, even though they were the three seed. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, they weren't the, like, the team they were the years prior where they were obvious one seed. Yeah. I almost feel like coming off a championship, the Bucs have less pressure this year than they have before because Giannis has proved everything. Yeah, he has. Now he can settle in, get back to that. The, I mean, the Bucs absolutely dominated in years prior, before last year. I think they're better this year than they were last year, bringing in Grayson Allen, DiVincenzo's back. I think there's less pressure, and I think Giannis is a clear frontrunner for this award, especially after he had no chance to win it last year because he already won two MVPs, and he hadn't proved that he was an MVP caliber player in the playoffs. Now he has... And I think he's going to win his third MVP. Okay. So that's my pick. I like that pick. Sleepers, quickly, Jason Tatum and Trey Young are major sleepers for this award. I think if either the Celtics or the Hawks get that three seed behind the Nets and the Bucks, the leader of their team could win MVP. That's a It's a reach, but I think that those are my sleepers. That's a pretty big reach, too. It, all, it kind of depends on where they land in the West. But I'm going with Paul George. People like to forget that he was an MVP candidate in 2019. I think Paul George is going to average like, I have it right here, 27, 10, and 5. He went, he was, yes, 27, 10, and 5 okay. with Kawhi out with injury. Kawhi is an, I mean, Paul George is an MVP caliber player. It really depends on where the the Clippers land in the West, but he's, he's a big sleeper, and I think he's going to be a phenomenal player this year. That's, okay, I like that pick. But, um... I don't know. I don't know if the Clippers. I like it. Like I said, it's a big sleeper, it is, but it, it depends is. on where the, the yeah. Clippers land. You know. Yeah, I, that's an all right pick, but you took him in fantasy, didn't you? Mm-hmm. 
I took him with the ninth pick. Okay. I took town. I took Towns with the eighth pick and uh, PG. Wait, wait. Towns with the eighth, PG with the ninth. Those are the two guys I wanted. Actually, yeah. I wanted Dame, but Cat and PG. Those those are two of those are my two two of my top three guys that I had a chance at. That's going to do it for today's episode on the Strictly B-Ball podcast. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Strictly B-Ball. And as always, leave a comment and review on Spotify and Apple Music. We will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Timberwolves.